everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. It's a special episode again. It's one of the best of I Was the Walrus installments, and today I'm here with AJ Elkert to give some commentary. How you doing, AJ? Pretty good, Doug. Uh, on that, uh, you know, on that that Christmas roll, on that Christmas creep. Yeah, man. So stoked. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited for our listeners to hear this uh, look back on the past year of us doing really weird shit. In fact, I think this episode includes John Gabris, um, but either way, there's all sorts of good stuff to look forward to. Nice. I'm excited. Cool. Well, we will see you guys at the halfway mark with some commentary. Enjoy. Okay, so do you guys want to face off against each other? I feel like I don't mind being a judge, but I could also participate. I'm happy, to, to, you guys. I'm happy to, to kick Bren's ass. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh I guess them, them's fighting words. All right, here we go. Then I got some categories for you guys. Uh, Good, because I don't. Here's one that I was just thinking of uh, based off of our previous discussion. If you are the creator of a new sci-fi franchise... And the title of it is Star Something. What is the something for your franchise? Because we already got Star Wars. We already have Star Trek. Yours is Star blank. Ooh. Oh, got it. And it's not even the dumb porn parody title I thought of <laughs> five seconds ago. God damn it. And it would have been Star Sax. God damn it. That- balls. Ever- <laughs> I literally was thinking Star Balls, and I'm like, that's not a good answer at all. Space Balls. I know. It's but- the best answer. Uh, that's it, a great th- movie. So, so let's let's clarify. Is this is this a movie or a TV show? Uh, Whichever you prefer. In fact, you should clarify okay. when you answer. Or video game, for that matter. Um, yeah, you can, or you're board up to game, any of that. Or, or, the, or any, book. There's plenty of things. Yeah, there's lots of types of media that an both franchises. Episodic, an episodic video game that goes on for like 20 episodes a year, so then it's a video game TV series, like essentially. And so, Whoa. What, what are the, the constraints of this question? Not to be pedantic, but can you just review the question <laughs> sure. again? Basically, I just need a single word that's going to follow the word star, mm-hmm. and that's Fuck. the name of your franchise. Okay. Um, the weird thing is, more people are dead from the cast of Spaceballs than are from Star uh, from Star Wars. Ooh, that's sad. Oh. Yeah. What about Galaxy yeah, Quest? Did Tim Allen kick the bucket <gasps> yet? Oh no! They were actually talking about doing a Galaxy Quest two, and then Alan Rickman died. It's oh. so sad. God it could have happened. Damn it! Oh, it's so unfortunate. <sighs> now nah, Tim Allen's still alive somehow. Still doing his show. That's just a home improvement reboot. Like he's just like the owner of like a fishing, like sporting goods store in like Michigan or something, and that's still on the air somehow. God damn it! Uh, that's weird. All right, are so Bren's ready? And Matt, are you I'm, still Bren? I think I'm ready now. I know exactly what I'm gonna do. All right, guys, your next st- sci-fi franchise. Three, two, one, go. Star Search. Ooh, okay. I like both answers, but Star Jammers has a certain ring to it. Uh, it's just a that, cute word. Are for you sure? Pajamas. I, star pajamas. Are you sure? That's <laughs> a, <laughs> just everyone in footy pajamas. Exactly. Are you sure that's not the porn parody answer you were thinking of? Because it sure sounds. Oh, like it. it could work though. <laughs> God everybody's damn. everybody's jam full pajamas. of stars. Oh God. Uh, and then and hey Kirk, look, I got a butt flap. I feel like on your porn parody, they're using the internet to look up porn, and they're like, "Should we use Star Search?" <laughs> no, but no. Tell me more about Star Search. Is it a TV show or a movie? So this is this is going to be a movie, and then after okay. the movie, there's going to be a TV show that carries on the story. So like the opposite of Firefly, and then <laughs> and then what what it's going to be? Gets canceled after two seasons. Space NATO is going to c- come to a group of space adventurers. And Space NATO wants the next great star. Um, and by star, they mean an anthropomorphic celestial body. 
And so these space adventurers are tasked with going out into the universe and searching for the next great star celebrity for uh, space television. Holy fucking shit. And it's an actual star? Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, it's like the girl from Inside Out. Like she, it, it's it's like an anthropomorphic uh, star. And then there's an alien, but he's got a weakened immune system because his atmosphere is so specialized on his planet, so he has to always wear a bio suit. And he's voiced by Howie Mandel, so he doesn't get any germs on him. God damn yeah. it! No, and he, he's uh, got like a really weird catchphrase too. Like, dang, nabbit! <laughs> he's a prospector. All right, now I have a firm. God damn it. I have a firm understanding of Star Search. Can you explain <laughs> Star Jammers to me? There's dark matter in them hills. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I might go with Star Search without even hearing about Star Jammers. I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a chance. Explain. Star Jammers is great because it's already an intellectual property in the Marvel Universe, and it's what happens to Scott Summers and Alex Summers, Cyclops and Havoc from the X-Men, their father got abducted by aliens and became the captain of the Star Jammers, who were just space pirates and go around fucking shit up, and it's awesome. Do they also have a band? Uh, Is that why they jam? They jam. They jam hard because they're designed in the 80s, and they just have crazy mullets and neon colors, no matter the time period. Do they alternate between piracy and performance? Is this part musical? It could be. I, I honestly think there was an issue. They, they could be the like, next. Like, to be they could be the next celebrity star. That th- these two series could merge. Whoa! Oh, I- I'm and gonna we get go a with Space Josie and the Pussycats reboot in there too somehow. <laughs> but, but they're I, they're actual cat ladies, like they're alien cat ladies. Jesus Christ, guys! Can we do this? This is great. I'm definitely going with Star Search because nice. I can. I'm just imagining first the space NATO or whatever the fuck you were describing. So that in general, I want to see, and I I could just imagine myself tuning into this uh, movie. So I'm for it with space Nick Cannon hosting. <laughs> God damn it! All right, well that was round number one. Uh, I do have another category that I I was actually listening to another podcast, and I was like, ooh, that actually sounds like a I was Walrus category. So. You stepping out on us, Doug? You cheating on us with other podcasts? Oh, totally. But no, hussy. This one, it's actually similar to stuff we've done in the past, but it's different enough that we're gonna go with it. Um, imagine you are a planet. What is your terrain made out of, and what's the most popular, like the most populous creature that lives on you? Um, it's gonna get weird. What is what is my terrain made out of? Or yeah, what like you're? I guess like, are you mainly water or like earthy substance? <laughs> is this like an elemental you... planet? Like what? What? What does? Yeah, that you mean? could be a gas or something if you want. You could be like all Jupiter. What a gas! And then nothing's living on you, I guess, or unless you have like gaseous aliens. Yeah, you could do whatever the fuck you Can want. Can I tie this Blue back to space uh, to Star Search? Yeah, sure. Okay. It could be the star you found. Okay. Well, it's not a star, it's a planet. building onto the continuity. Oh, true. Come on, this is 8th grade Earth science right now. <laughs> in 8th grade, we had, a, we had a quiz. And on the quiz, uh, it, was, it was like matching, where you have to like write the letter for each term, you know? And one, mm-hmm. of, one of the questions was, what is the closest star to Earth? And I wrote the letter for the sun, because it is. And I got it wrong. And all of the rest of my answers were incorrect, because... All of the letters had to like shift because I had fucked it up, uh, and I was really upset about it. And and finally, the teacher gave me back like the two and a half points for that one, <laughs> that one answer. <laughs> I feel like every person has that one moment somewhere in their academic careers where they got fucked over, like yeah, and they didn't deserve it, and they still hold the grudge like to their dying I breath. I know she I was do. a lovely woman though. She was she was she was sort of angry and mean, and then she decided she was going to retire, and she was lovely. Wow! Oh, she got out. Yeah, mine was a mine was a spiteful bitch who got through a bitter divorce and hated all men. That was fun. If you're listening, Mrs. Curly, um, I hope you're not dead. <laughs> Very nice. If you're listening, <laughs> Mr. Ellie, I still fucking remember that. I fucking remember you, bitch. Oh, lo- God. But what were we doing? I don't remember. We're playing I Was Walrus. God damn it. Right. Sorry, listener. <laughs> All right, we, we, we good? Yeah, you guys ready? 
Uh, no, I was not thinking at all. Shit. Well, I'm oh going to force God. you to say something. Are you ready, Matt? I'm ready. Yes. All right, then. Three, two, one, go. It's Space Crest. Uh, it's, a, it's a cold, rocky planet. <laughs> and, I, okay, but wait. And, it's hold on. hollow inside. It's, <laughs> it's a cold, rocky planet. Um, very little water. And, and the creature that, that inhabits it primarily... Uh, is uh, the 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 space crest, and um, when Star Search visits Space Crest, they find all of these uh, strange, unusual, slightly human-looking creatures, um, and they take the one named Ryan, and Ryan Space Crest becomes the host of Star Search. Jesus fucking Christ! That is the biggest stretch I've ever heard. <laughs> um. Okay, and Brent, what are you made of, and what lives on you? Uh, like, I I thought, since we are the planet, it would just be me, a giant, fleshy ball of skin. Like, it would be <laughs> me, but just planet-sized. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, quite literally, just a human planet, where I'm just, like, skin and crap. Oh, God, I that's ima- horrendous. I imagine, like, a, like, a, like, a, the lunar lander landing on the surface, and, like, <laughs> the, the legs of the lander just sort of depress into the flesh. And then oh, as the fuck. astronauts are stepping out, like this little face is just like moving along the ground towards them. It's like, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my face is, it's not, I can stretch this face to be any size, but it moves around the whole like, terrain of the planet. <laughs> exactly. like, anywhere the terrain is, my face can appear. Like I'm like the Cheshire Cat, but in like planet size. All right, if this isn't terrifying enough, I have well, like the wait. most terrible mental image. Wait, go ahead if you have something. And I'm inhabited with the creatures that survive on me are these tiny, weird black balls, with, like five legs and like uneven legs, so it's always wobbling around. And like two and a half eyes. You're not quite sure if the half eye is really an eye or just a sphincter. And they're <laughs> called self doubt. What? They're called what? <laughs> self doubt. God damn it. What the I'm fuck, in, dude? I've been having it with doubt. Oh my god, that is the craziest shit ever. Alright, and now had, let like, me explain. One big ear. Just like, like the size of a cock. <laughs> like, uh, think about this. These these <laughs> little creatures, these terrible, like, fucking nasty spider things crawling around, and then, like, there's this giant mountain, which is actually a pimple or a zit, and it just bursts like a volcano. Oh my <laughs> That's god. The Grand Canyon's my ear. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right, I'm going like, with... Speak up, I can't hear you! I can't read lips that well! Move closer to my ear! <laughs> and then I move up next to a rock right next to him and go, What up? Oh, fuck! And like, <laughs> they don't know I'm there. No, and I imagine the, the team from St- a Star Search shows up and gives you some Neutrogena for your face. <laughs> it's very important to moisturize. We have to- we have to terraform this planet, and they're just rubbing, like, acne cream all over. Yeah, I'm going with the massive human planet. Uh, uh, Brent yeah. gets that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Incredible. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. That brings us around three, and I don't have a category, so I might need a minute. Let's think here. Come on, hurry up. I, I, I'm, after this show, I'm, I'm going and getting some ramen. Oh, nice. I am hangry as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well then... Every morning on my planet, I hit the sun and I just start screaming because it's burning my eyes. Ah! <laughs> All day till night. That's terrifying. God damn it. <laughs> a giant sentient planet. For round three, since we've been doing all sorts of space stuff, come up with a name for uh, a star system. Come up with a name for a star system. By star system, you mean like <clears throat> like a solar system? Yeah, I guess like yeah, a galaxy, so to speak. A galaxy. Well, that's a di- that's different than a star system. All right. Well, I'm fucking up. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like well, like for instance, like we have the Milky Way. What's your variance of that? Okay. The Snickers. Well, oh, okay. Are you guys ready? <laughs> yeah. No, I was joking. I, I okay, thank I'm, you. I'm ready. I know what. I know exactly what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'll just go by because dumb as fuck. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Three, two, one. Go. The horse butt nebula. <laughs> so, so mine is is uh, full of some a very small number of very old stars, and it's called the View. Oh god damn it! <laughs> oh god, there's one really fat one, but. <laughs> 
there's like three that change out all the time, but then they come back later. Yeah, one of those. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna. Never I, mind. Hate, I hate both <laughs> answers. Uh, but which do you horse hate butt less? nebula is terrible. Yeah, that's what I mean. I I hate less. The- well, the horse head nebula is an actual thing, so I figured his ass has to be somewhere. <laughs> that's just how science is. God damn! It. Are you serious? I didn't know about this. Yeah, the horse head nebula. That's totally legit. Oh, that gives you some serious credibility, then. Shit. I played Mass Effect. I think that's where the Krogans lived. The horse butt nebula. God damn it. It's the other end of the horse head nebula. And the people who have to stare at that one, whoo, they got fucked over. Oh, you're definitely not wrong. And the view... Oh, fuck. I'm giving Bren this one. <laughs> yeah! And I was... It's so funny, because initially I was like, oh, I'll just go with the view. But no, that, that's got some solid logic behind it. And I, I in all re- in three-dimensional space, the, the horse butt galaxy has to exist. Somewhere. Yeah. So, well played, Bren. You win. Like, like Mel Brooks said, wit is shit. Funny is money. Don't try to be clever with Doug. Just go for the poop and butt jokes. Yeah, Jesus Christ. All right, so the premise of the game is uh, there's three rounds. You're going to be facing off against Bren, and I'll be the judge. And I basically give you guys categories, and as the judge, you give me your answers, and I pick who's the winner. It's pretty simple. It's basically like apples to apples without the cards, but it's got like a kind of comedy twist to it. But I guess we can start with uh, round one. Category is if you could have any convenient machine serve whatever you'd like what would it serve oh, and 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 also before i almost forgot a, a key thing once you have your answer don't just blurt it out uh let me know that you're ready and then we'll count down from three and you'll both give me your answers at the same time okay we're tr- i'm trying to guess what he's gonna say oh no you you would tell me what you would want to come from the convenient machine you just okay. say Whatever's the you think would be the best answer or the funniest answer. So, for instance, the reason I even bring it up, I saw an article on Facebook before starting the podcast. Someone uh, posted, oh, this this university is going to be the first university with a convenient machine that dispenses pizza. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. So I'm thinking to myself, instead of pizza, what would you like your convenient machine to dispense? Copy that. I'm on to it. I got you now. And yeah, oh, I, got it. I got it. I'm ready to go. Let okay. Me know All right. How about you, Bren? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. A customizable sandwich machine like the uh, movie theater soda machines. Whoa. Okay. Mine would be just like the Matrix where you can just plug it into the back of your neck and it would just inject cheesecake like straight into your bloodstream and it would just course through your whole body. <laughs> You're going to die doing that? I'm definitely I'll going to die happy. I know, but I'm going with John's answer because that's just amazing. Because think about the variety in that. If they could actually accomplish su- such a machine, it would solve world hunger. Yeah, I, I, don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how that machine would actually work, the logistics behind it. That wasn't my duty to sort that no, out. No, that's, that's yeah. fair. You're the designer, not the engineer. Nice. No, well, that but was. Ar- arguably, my machine could also solve world hunger. Because once you do it once, you would immediately die, so there'd be no one left to feed. There we go. Fair enough. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> solid. Um, okay, well, that leads us on to round two. So it's a best of three scenario. So if John wins, he uh, basically shuts Bren out. So let's see what you come up with. If gravity were reversed, what would be your best method of staying on Earth? Ooh, uh, gravity were reversed. Okay. I got it. All right. Wow, you're quick, man. Uh, I got mine. All right. Ready, guys? Three, two, one, go. Monkey bars that are on the floor. That is genius! All right. <laughs> You're so passionate Dude, about that idea. I, that's exactly what came to my mind when I thought of it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> mine would be having a couple of turtles, like a little like box turtles, with strings around them, and you would just lick the underside of them and throw them above you and just suction cut suction cup them onto the ceiling or ground or wherever's above you and you would just kind of like you would just kind of like spider-man swing from like around the ceiling but with turtles as suction cups uh, yeah so you're is there a reason why you need to have turtles there like you can't just- <laughs> i mean there's a lot of turtles around my area it's very woodsy i feel like they'd be plentiful for me at least i they're not necessary but I'm just going to go with that answer for spidering around with turtles in mind. That just sounds great. So 
that because then you got a bunch of little buddies and you can name them donatello and leonardo and then you can kill one of them and then do a terrible michael bay reboot and another reason i'm not going with the monkey bars is because a i had previously put thought into that and i'm like that would be genius and great but also i would definitely slip and be fucked right i was thinking like you can like put your feet underneath them like uh like like when someone holds your feet to do sit-ups like a Roman chair kind of thing. Oh, that's and you could put them to stand. And then if you want to move, if you want to like bustle around, you just go inverted and just fucking run around on your hands. Yeah, <laughs> that's genius too. Oh, turtle man. twins, though. We'll get yeah to the third question. I'll get the turtles. Let's see here. Uh, we do have a third final category, and that is uh, what's the most unlikely thing to find at the bottom of the ocean? The most unlikely thing. Yes. Okay. Got it. I think I got mine. All right, we're going to go with it. Uh, round three, three, two, one, go. An above-ground pool. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was going to say yourself. Ooh. An existential realization. You find you yourself. Really you find yourself in the Marina's Trench. Uh, actually, think of that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Or quite literally, you find a clone of yourself and one of you has to kill the other one for the air tank. Up to wow. you. Wow. On your way down, a mermaid version of yourself is swimming up and you guys oh. kind of look at each other and go, let's just not even deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's a Disney Channel original movie where you switch places and the mermaid has to pretend to be you and you have to pretend to be the mermaid. And Holy they're drying shit. out on land and you're already dead by the time you hit the bottom. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> That is insane. I, I'm definitely going with an above-ground pool because I can't even picture it because that that's just amazing. Uh, but no, finding yourself at the bottom of the ocean, that'd be something to be proud of, too. Finding yourself at the bottom of the ocean sounds like a self-help book, like Zen <laughs> Motorcycle Maintenance or something. Yeah. yeah, it's the book James Cameron wrote after he did that billion-dollar expedition and didn't make a movie of it, I think. There we go. I, I'll judge. I don't really give a shit. I got categories. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. So, round one. If you could make up a name for a strain of weed, what would it be? So, like, for. God damn it, dog. So, so for God reference, fucking damn it, there's dog. certain ones like. I'm just going to rub my beard on the mic so you can't God hear this. God damn it. There's certain ones like Silver Haze and, like, all sorts of, like,. Well, you all know Purple Haze because of Jimi Hendrix, and I'm, I'm like, brain farting right now, but I don't know. Uh, Pineapple Express, like the movie. There's some really just weird names for uh, types of weed. So what's your type? You're asking, I think, honestly, the two guys on this podcast that do not smoke. I know, which is fucking hilarious, and that's why I want you guys to come up with your own name for one. So You couldn't have picked the worst demographic for this. Actually, no, there's way worse demographics. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone listening to our podcast may or may not be high. <laughs> hmm. All oh, the names are just so dumb. Now, and the reason I even have this category is I'll, I'll give a shout out because I was listening to Comedy Bang Bang and I forget who the fuck it was, but they were making up the funniest like made up names for strains. And I was just like laughing so hard. And I thought to myself, that's gotta be a Ives Walrus category and here for hints you could throw in like either like noun cush or like noun haze or like noun or adjective you know what I mean mine is called noun haze no. <laughs> that's literally noun the haze, that's awesome you, want, you got five pounds of noun haze you want to get some crunk on no, but the weird thing about weed culture is there is some strange ass slang about like people like describing the weed like, yo, this weed is loud as fuck. I'm like, what the fuck does the that weird, even mean? The, the weird thing about weed culture is that there is one. <laughs> there shouldn't be. Oh, uh, no, it's it's a big It's all deal. terrible. Yeah. I love because in college, like Mark is a fan of Bob Marley. And I say that because he can name more than two Bob Marley songs. I have every album he's ever made. As wow. opposed to literally everyone else I know who likes Bob Marley, and it's solely as an excuse to smoke weed. <laughs> and that's yeah. why I had a poster in our apartment in college that just said, Bob Marley poster, in white text. And that's all the poster was. Nice. I missed that poster. 
That was my favorite. Um, I mean, I guess I'm ready. It does. It can literally just be any gibberish we spit out. Basically, so. yeah. It doesn't have to have any kind of real sense to it. Uh, all right, I'm good. All right, guys, this is round one. What's the name of your type of weed? Uh, three, two, one, go. Denmark Jungle Diddle. Uh, stinky Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh wait, I got well, Denmark something go. jingle, and then we have Denmark jungle diddle. Okay, let me go uh, da- down both paths. Why'd you go with Denmark jungle diddle? It's <laughs> <laughs> literally just words I found on the internet somewhere. That's all weed names are. Yeah, no, this, you're, you're this... absolutely not wrong. And because I got diddled in the jungle of Denmark. Buy a strange plant and then I smoked it and then there's my dank kush. God damn it! Well, and I'm also there's no jungles of, in Denmark. Uh, Denmark's in Northern Europe. Yeah, I'm thinking of Marks though, and that sounds like a great name because a it has the word stinky in it, so a lot of people would be like, "Oh, this is good shit." And then, but also Tupperware, like I don't know. I feel like that might turn some people <laughs> off. I feel like it, I, <laughs> it's almost like descriptive it. of what it was contained in. It's like exactly. Oh. <laughs> stinky tupperware it's like you didn't get the weed you just got the tupperware that it was in yeah you smoked that oh no oh god no because we got some leftovers from our uh neighbor in college and he was a dealer and it just stank i'm going with stinky tupperware because (laughs) i just can't imagine like a a dealer having some of that and and yeah it's kind of like the pineapple (laughs) express joke where they sell they sell the snickle fritz it's like this bullshit weed i bet Stinky Tupperware wouldn't be any good. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't but get it. You know what? The, the funny thing about it is the Denmark Jungle Dingle, that shit will get you high as fuck. <laughs> jungle Dingle. All right, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Some pith. The, it was the diddle. It diddles you. It diddles your brain. There we go. Um, like an old man that lures you in with, on the over the internet. Well, I'm glad I asked you two that <laughs> question. Um, let's move on to round number two. Let's see here. All right. Well, I just threw this one in while we were doing recording the episode, uh, and Pasta responded in Slack. But bird watching is now illegal. What hobby replaces it? And for those wondering, Basta said human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm the inappropriate one on the podcast. Yeah, he he doesn't know that I'm outing him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he said that in secrecy. <laughs> That's how Pinecast is so cheap. We have slaves. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ. I got mine. Um, I don't, it's just so weird. Like, like would all the bird watchers be doing this activity yes, now? Yes, that's like the it's plan. Actually, it's basically like now okay. that it's illegal, it's like, oh, well, what else are we going to do? And it, it, honestly, it'd, it'd be better if it's something completely new, but you could go with an existing hobby. All right, I got mine. All right, guys. Round two. Three, two, one go bear tickling god damn it uh, bark tasting <laughs> <laughs> Shit. what yeah i was thinking like they're so they're they're going out in the <laughs> woods and doing stuff and it's it's not aggressive and <laughs> it's calm and they just taste different barks on different trees and they're they they all go by rough tongues that's <laughs> oh my god tongues. yeah <laughs> Guilty. Hey, you a rough tongue too? Guilty. We don't take too kindly around your kind around here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a rough, rough tongue. We're rough tongues in this bar. <laughs> God damn it. See, I kind of went the opposite way because, like, most bird watchers, I think the trope is, like, old women or, like, small, delicate, like, men or something. You know, it's it's a very passive hobby where you don't have to do much. And I would love to imagine a bunch of old women trying to tickle bears while they slept in caves. Yeah, that their new hobby requires so much of them, though. Like, basically yes. moving and having stealth and, like, things that, I don't know. I'm sure. I want to see my high school physics teacher trying to tickle a bear because she was a bird watcher. I'm sure some hardcore bird watcher is super offended at me right now being like, dude, we use stealth. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> I just imagine Solid Snake out in the woods, like <laughs> looking at birds. It's a crane. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really, I'm I'm gonna have to go with bark licking because a I T- 
I think yeah. it could tasting. be good because it's tasting. also think or tasting. I'm sorry, but think <laughs> about it because root beer and birch beer come from the bark of trees, so like their sap. Maybe you'd actually find a good taste. <laughs> So, I don't know. And I do love the whole rough tongue concept. That's excellent. So, Mark, you did a pretty decent job today. Oh, yeah! Guys, did you know that the bark of the cedar oak is fucking amazing? <laughs> it tastes so good! It tastes like raspberries. Uh, snozberries taste like snozberries. Alright, go lick a tree, listener. That was I Was Walrus. <laughs> Well, that was an interesting first half of the episode. Uh, got to hear from John Gabris, like I thought we would, and some other real memorable moments. What What are your thoughts, AJ? This is your first time giving commentary. Uh, that the very first one, Basta versus Bren, was uh, quite possibly one of the funniest I was a Wallace as I've heard uh, <laughs> in a while. Um, yeah, I. That Star was Search. Really, it was very good. It was yeah. very, very good. It, uh, <laughs> and then Mark is, he's like impossible to predict in the last one. Oh, oh absolutely. Man. He's ridiculous. He, you never know what he's going to say. He is literally, he's, he's the closest thing to like a human Pandora's box. Pretty much. And I also, Matt, though, like, he was, like, pulling up stuff from, like, eighth grade, like, this one question on a freaking <laughs> on a assignment. Yeah. yeah, like, that's insane. I, I wouldn't even be able to remember my teacher from eighth grade, let alone a question on an assignment. That is outrageous. It was, yeah, it was a quiz or something he was talking about. I, I did that one time, actually. Uh, but I, I always managed to catch myself when I, when I was off by one question. Yeah. So it's, I, I, I never had it like officially get graded, but I did catch myself a couple times be off like by one question. Definitely. And oh wait, actually one of my favorites from this session was uh what's your planet terrain made out of? And Bren's answer was yes. himself, the fleshy big ball planet. Oh my god, that is the one of the craziest answers yeah. we've ever had. It was very funny. <laughs> oh god, just picturing that floating in space, that's quite terrifying. Um, and then we moved on to the John Gabris episode where Bren also suggested something terrifying, which was uh, something that injects cheesecake directly into that, the bloodstream. I laughed so loud when he, when he said that. Oh, oh, I'm just picturing that, and it's just like insta-death. That is a fatality. Like, there's death no good. Yes. Oh, my God. It just injects cheesecake right into your veins. And his logic was pretty good. He was like, well, I'm solving world hunger by killing people. You wouldn't even get to taste it, though. Nope, it would just The best hurt. part of cheesecake is the flavor. <laughs> the best part of cheesecake is it flowing through your veins. Um, anyway. <laughs> and then systematically <laughs> killing you from the inside out. God damn it. And then, I, oh, John Gabris was on fire with, like, the whole monkey bars to stay on Earth. That was the reason I thought that was so crazy, because as I thought of the question, I thought to myself, that's one that I would do. So it was funny that I had a similar thought. And then his... What's the most unpredictable thing to find under at the bottom of the ocean? And he says an above ground pool. I yeah. gotta give him credit there. That's <laughs> fucking genius. It's so good. Yeah. And then we moved on to ask Bren and Mark their types of weed. Uh, that one was really good too. Yeah, yeah I do think the whole noun haze thing was pretty <laughs> classic. How that happened. And then stinky Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Mark. I think that won for him. And then uh, the whole rough-tonguing thing. Like, Mark, you're just that outrageous. Was, it was – that was – oh, my God. That was legitimate. That was uh, – that one – that was another one that got me to laugh very hard. That's what I mean. If we ever have, like, true hardcore fans in the future and they do a Wikipedia page, like, rough-tongue will be one of the pages you could find. Yeah, it's going to be a descriptive <laughs> – oh, like, oh, I hear you're – they call each other rough-tongues. <laughs> yeah, that was coined in episode <laughs> <laughs> it was so but, good. Yeah, so, listener, hopefully you're enjoying this. We had another half hour or so of content for you, so we will see you at the end of it. Hopefully you enjoy. Stay tuned. Who wants to judge? I'm I'm actually topicless. I could come I up can, with shit on the fly. I could be the judge. Okay. I f yeah, I don't know the last time me and Bren faced off. Okay, cool. Um... The Cybertruck right. Pro's dumbest shit. I love it so much. Okay. Um, so this first one's like, 
inspired from me trolling um, some Cafe forums. Monster. When yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been trolling. You mean you know I I go on cafemom.com and it's a forum for moms and I go on there and I just Fuck make make people mad. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I came up with this because I I was naming my imaginary children on the website uh and the one i named the one zunkery (laughs) 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 so (laughs) so i uh i was thinking there's a combination of two real names so come up with a uh, a name that's a combination of two real names and make it as funny as you can and the funniest one wins (laughs) All right, give me a minute. I can think of like two names, but putting them together, it's like, how would I even pronounce this? Like, <laughs> I think I got mine. All right, I guess I'm ready. Okay. All right, three, two, one, go. For Gallica. For, oh, okay. <laughs> Jameleon. Jameleon. It's Jamil and William. Is Jamil a name? Yeah, J- Jamal. Fergie and Angelica. Fergie and Angelica. Hey, wait, say it again, Doug. Fergelica. Fergelica. Okay. And sorry, Brent, say your name. <laughs> say yours again. Jamilium. Jamilium. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I'm gonna go with Jamilium. <laughs> and like this, that's. Normally, there's like a long drawn out reason why you pick an answer, but <laughs> for this question, it's just like I guess that resonates with me better. That's fair. I think because it sounds similar to Jaleel, which is Urkel, Jaleel White, Jaleel White, who we was... all know was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the '90s animated series, and a star in Big Fat Liar, one of Mark's favorite movies. Oh yeah, Forgelic is gonna murder Jameleon. There's only <laughs> There's only one question that can be answered by blackout drunk people and J- Jaleel White, and that is, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Zunkery. Anyway. John Mulaney. <laughs> okay, next question. Frankie's not even a real name. Zunkery. And and I have I had a... Mark won that category before we started. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My other kids I also have were uh, Kimothy, Jimothy, and Shimothy, which is X I M O T H Y. (laughs) Um, All right. So, next question. So, (laughs) you're in prison and you need to get bail money to get out. And for some reason, the only way you're able to convince people to give you money is through using the chat feature in Omegle. <laughs> so specific. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So you have to chat roulette or Omegle, and you have to raise money to get yourself out of jail. And that's your only way to do it. And you can only stay on Omegle and tell people where to deposit money and how how would you convince people to, to bail you out? Wait, so what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in a cell and you have a computer that can only connect to Omegle. <laughs> and you have no <laughs> money and you need to you need to post bail. <laughs> fuck? What is with you in jail? <laughs> Every time. And that's what I mean. Like, how do I have any objects that I, at like my dispense? Could I be like, oh, I have a pack of cigarettes or something? Or is that just not heard of? No, because you're there. You don't know who these people are. It's a random vo- video chat service. Well, Omegle started out as just chat and then became video when chat roulette came around. Yeah. So, are we talking old school Omegle where it's just text? Or no, we're talking chat roulette slash new Omegle. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Mine's a terrible <laughs> answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's just like so many questions I have. Uh, my chest is too hairy to put together to act like I have boobs, so that wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, 
All right, I got mine, I guess. Okay. You're going to have to go first. Mine's really long and elaborate and awful. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. I would just start jerking off on camera because I know no one on there is going to help me out. God so damn it, gotta, mine's not that bad. I, I got to try and bond with the other creepy guys that do nothing but jerk off on chat roulette and Omega all the time. So I figure if I connect with a dude and we bro out with our dicks out, we might get this like weird mutual jerk off bond and he might be willing to post bail for me. All right. Because okay. no sane person is on Omega these days. Like no, no one who would actually help me out of the kindness of their heart would do it. So I got to just try to like humanize the weirdos that are still on there. I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know what Omegle is, and I'm very happy about that. But I do know what Chat Roulette is, so I'm uh, going off of that. But my answer would be I'd bend over in front of the webcam and put my dick between my legs and then have, like, drawn eyeballs on each ass cheek so it looks like it's a face. That's all they see, and the dick is the nose. And I'd shout between my legs that I need to get plastic surgery, and I was born with a dick for a nose. And hopefully they uh, they give me their money. <laughs> I thought you said you, you had must, a bad answer. <laughs> you either have very large eyes, sir, or a very big dick. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> to what make I mean. it look My, like a nose. Yeah, I don't know. They'd, they'd feel bad for this guy and be like, this is more of a charity thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where do you want me to send this money? Oh, uh, prison. My nose is a dick and I'm in prison. <laughs> so you can imagine the hell I'm in. <laughs> My nose is a dick and I'm in prison. Help me out. I just have pictures of them just getting an envelope and just writing jail, putting a stamp <laughs> on it. Dear Mr. Jail, can you release my dick nose friend? Thanks, winky face. ASL. ASL. <laughs> oh, dude, nice touch. Okay. I actually made a good friend of mine off Omega once. That's the weird part, is I met another human being that wasn't jerking off. I remember Doing... that girl. Yeah. You showed me her photo. It was really Yeah, uh, that's that's very uncommon. Yeah. Oh the funny thing is I would say if I if I start to lie, I'd try to get a boner. <laughs> if you start to lie, you get a boner? Yeah, so it'd be like a pokey. A Pinocchio reference, sort of. <laughs> oh, that—that's sure to make people start giving. Okay, yeah, I'm go. I'll go with Doug's answer. That that one. Yay! That, yeah, you, so dumb. you earned it, kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, listener. Why do you listen? <laughs> okay. Um, L- listeners, if you sent in topics for the conversation games, we wouldn't have to let Mark come up with these fucking weird ass ideas. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but we we made it to round three. Unfortunately, let's see how it pans out. Okay. So I have I have a topic. Okay. Um, so you are the head of a video game company, and you're tasked with making uh, an MMORPG. So like, think World of Warcraft. Um. But the restrictions are the MMORPG has to be based on something that could actually happen in real life. Like, there's no magic. There's nothing. Nothing futuristic can happen. It just needs to be about, like, something you could go do. So So the Sims MMO? So, like... (laughs) <laughs> actually wait second life is exactly that yeah Except- and there was also like a sims mmo that uh, completely failed there was yeah it really didn't do well oh or at man. least some online sims oh man never mind this topic's not good oh damn i had a good answer are you we not going with it i mean okay actually no yeah we'll keep it going because we can get creative here just because people have done stuff like this doesn't mean um there aren't still good options. Uh, yeah, so um, you could do, yeah, anything that that can happen in real life. So, yeah, we'll go with that. So, wait, what's the question? <laughs> I got lost. You have to come up with the next big game. And, um, yeah, that's it. It's a slice of life MMO. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Answer. Okay. Three, two, one, go. So it's an MMO where you start off and you're in prison and you have to try to convince people to post bail for you solely <laughs> through chat roulette. <laughs> yes. God damn it. 
That is awful. Uh, mine's called Find That Person, and everybody logs into this game, and the, the point is, like, when you log in, there's, like, one person in the world, and the, the actual game is representative of the real world that we live in, and one of the characters is hiding from all of the other people, so if you're playing as the person you're that's trying to hide, like... You can't, your, your whole objective is to just not be found by everybody else in the world looking for you. And if they find you, it's game over for you. But, and then once they find that person, the next person changes. So, like, sometimes it's celebrities. Like, at one point it was Bin Laden, then it's Snowden. But, like, now, like. <laughs> sometimes it's celebrities. Like, one of the world's worst terrorists. You know that famous celebrity? He's on all of the E Network shows talking about fashion and. <laughs> Slinging I guess celebrity was the wrong word, but he's like Bin hey, Laden. He's known, and well, not anymore. But you know what I meant. I was just go for people that were looked for. Like I don't know, find that person, and like sometimes there's like impossible people to find, like Waldo or, or like uh, you know, I don't know, can't can't Cameron San Diego. <laughs> Cameron San Diego. Cameron Diaz stars this summer as Cameron San Diego. It's oh my god, is that- Carmen. So, I know, my yeah. So okay. what you're describing here, Doug, is the novelization of Running Man, the Stephen King book, where literally the entire world is looking after one dude. Oh, yeah, I do recall that. Um, yeah, but it's a video game, and it's like, don't lose. If if the world's yeah. looking for you, that you must have done something wrong. Oh, and if you, like, used I- Google Maps somehow to incorporate it into the game, like, you, like, it was, like, the real world. That's the point. So, yeah. like, literally, if you're being looked for, like, you have to hide under a bridge and, like, literally, like, off the gr- grid as best as possible. That Dude, Could that you- actually sounds like a cool game. I mean, Running Man isn't a video game, but it's a game show where the entire country is hunting after one guy. And if they turn him in, they get money. But yeah. if he escapes for a week, he gets money. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Doug, I'm going to go with that. That's actually, that's actually, I was expecting, like, funny stuff, but that was actually really cool. <laughs> Like that. Damn it, I was trying to be funny, but it was accidentally cool. Okay, yeah, I guess, Doug, you won that one. Woo! It never happens. Uh, I was. I call bullshit. I call copyright infringement. That happens every time. All right. <laughs> it actually does happen a lot. <laughs> That's my go-to. All right, let's, yeah, I was walrus. I'm thinking about judging. I'm not sure. You can, because I, I judged last time. All right. Round one, I'm thinking you guys are going to create a psychological horror game. I want to know what the kind of psychological twist is to your game. So you're trying to pull a Shyamalan on me. Oh, then uh, it's also going to be a Five Nights at Freddy's then, because it'll be a good game for the first one, and then the rest are shit. Oh, Jesus. Just like M. Night Shyamalan. Mine's going to be about a bunch of people that live in the woods in PA and they yeah, think God it's the 1800s. <laughs> no actual Shyamalan referen- references. Mine is taking a beloved children's animated franchise and fucking shitting all over it for millions of dollars and ruining what could have been an amazing film. It's all right, Bren. I hate him so much. I liked Signs. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know that it was based off the uh, Berenstein Bears novels. <laughs> Is that fact? No. Like, oh, no, God. not even close. Why would you ever think that? Because I was thinking, whoa, I was wondering if there was a Berenstein that I missed that like really... Uh, Brother was... Bear finds a crop circle. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Bear finds out the government Illuminati suppressing alien information. <laughs> I'm just remembering this one. Is it Berenstain or Berenstein, first of all? There's Everyone gets actually, that wrong. Yeah, I there's actually like a small controversy about that. Like, yeah. There's like a debate. Uh, I think it's Berenstain, to be honest, but I remember one specifically where they're running through the night, and I want to doubt if someone gets abducted. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, do you guys have your answers, or what? you think? Oh, no, no, yeah, I completely forgot. <laughs> so you're working on a psychological horror game. What is the psychological twist of the game because like i don't know whenever they say that as like it's the genre i'm like well what how's it gonna fuck with my psychology i think i got it all right okay i think i'm ready all right guys round one Shyamalan me three two one go it's like 
a labyrinth horror game where you're going through it and it's just different abominations around other turns. It, you know, standard sort of maze horror. And as you go, it just progressively gets like scarier and scarier to the point where it just becomes more abstract and less like corporeal. Like they're no longer, you're no longer seeing like monsters and you're some more scared running into like absurd scenarios and scary concepts. And the further you go, the more you slowly realize that you're not in a labyrinth. You're actually in the brain, like physically in the brain through the different like gray matter, like lines of Mark. And it's called Marky Mark and the fun- Funky Bunch. Holy hell. <laughs> Why are you it, in my head? Because <laughs> there's literally nothing scarier to me than inside your own head. Wow. That's okay. pretty valid. Uh, how about Mark's answer? Um, so you play as this guy, and the main concept is that you can only walk forward, and it's it, it would guess it would be like VR sort of. Um, and if you're walking forward and you try and turn around, it'll basically take what you were looking at when you were walking forward and just swap it to what's behind you. So no matter what, you can't you can't see what's what you've passed already. So you you can't like backtrack. You can't do anything except except like solve the puzzles you have to solve to get to the end of the game and um. I mean, I don't have any of the specific scary elements that happen in the game, but at the end, you'd find out that you were just a display in a in a big museum for very wealthy people that would pay to come like watch watch you be like tortured and scared and stuff. Okay, Night at the Museum took a weird turn at the fifth movie. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that that was. Really interesting. I thought at first the Shyamalan itself was the fact that you can only move forward, but no, then I saw it. Okay. Hmm. So to be in Mark's brain and like playing Doom as it progressively gets weirder, or to be only able to move forward and you're kind of like the the subject of like these rich people like human the Hunger zoo. Games. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with Bren's answer only because the concept of only being able to move forward terrifies me and it would probably just ruin the game. I don't know. It'd have to be really convincing. <laughs> Imagine something's chasing you from behind and you can't even turn to see what it is. That's what I mean. Or like in just in general, like you, you miss something and it's like, uh, and then it's like, oh, fuck. You're just like, I'll have to wait till next playthrough. <laughs> or no, you can make a big, huge loop back. That was like oh, the I see. Okay, okay. So that's like how you the, get around Imagine it. the stress of that. That was like what I was trying to get at. I love the logic, though. For the scariest game, I'm going to choose Brendan's because Mark's is too scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> the idea of only moving forward is terrifying, and then you chose mine. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> there is no logic in I Was the Walrus. We should know this. Uh, on to round two. There's only two. chaos, chaos and tears. All right, well, that leads right into the next category. Uh, you guys have to name a signature sex move. What is it? I mean, I just said <laughs> <laughs> Chaos and tears. I rip a, get, a goat's head open and let blood pour down on me and my lover, and I just start crying. Do you love me? Do you love me now, Mommy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is just re- the reason I did this category is because uh, Matt's crazy ass conversation game. What was it? Fallout 4 or Sex Act on <laughs> Urban Dictionary? To be fair, that was actually pretty- that worked a lot better than I thought it would. I know. That was actually pretty fun. And the raunchiest episode we ever did. <laughs> I feel like we've done worse. I feel like I've done worse. Potentially. My dad listened to an episode and he was disappointed by how much I curse. <laughs> Kick him in the A. Kick it right in the A. Attaboy, Brendan. He just says that to himself. <laughs> yeah. It, wait, what's the point of the sex act? To be like the most absurd or like. It's just like. It's basically to be unique. I mean, like, maybe try to make it so only. Like, brave souls will pull it off. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they're brave, but I got an idea. Okay, I'm good. All right, guys, round two, three, two, one, go. It's called the Stanky Tauntaun. 
Oh, fuck. It's where you do it in the butt, and then afterwards you cut open your lover and try to crawl inside of them. <laughs> while you're doing it, you say, <laughs> man, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> and then you flee the country because you just committed murder. Jesus Christ, that is... Only brave right. souls attempt. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine's, mine's called Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Love it. And it's when you uh you go you attend your local high school football game uh and you go buy each person buys a slice of cheese pizza and you strip down naked and you cover yourself with the cheese pizza and you have to sneak inside where all the people are broadcasting and you have to do you have to do it in the the broadcast tower. What does the pizza have to do with anything? Because <laughs> you have to, it's Doug. It's only natural. How it's else only- are you gonna get up there? <laughs> it's what you do. And is the goal to like have your moans heard over the loudspeaker, or like what are you? Are you just trying to just have sex behind these people without them yeah, noticing? Just, yeah, it's just bragging, right? They can notice you. If you <laughs> just want. bragging. They runs. can notice you. You know, I, I did Friday Night Lights once. It was pretty cool. No big deal. Hashtag home <laughs> brag. I'm going with that simply because it doesn't involve murdering anyone. <laughs> oh, you're not uh, fun. <laughs> I mean. Brand definitely should have won because of how loud it left, but uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm giving Mark that one. Yay! I was really hoping it'd be like, you go to your like, a ho- local high school football game, you get a slice of pizza, you get a date, and you just enjoy the night. Like It was just very like conventional. And then you consensually ask if she would like to come home with you. <laughs> you don't make a well- move, though. You just spend the evening together. To your well-cleaned apartment. <laughs> and then you, uh, 30 years later, you marry her and you uh, have a few kids and you just live out your life. <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> a very, it's just the, uh, notebook plot. <laughs> God damn it. Um, on to round three. Let's see here. While Doug's thinking, I'll fill the air with some stuff he might cut out. Uh, new game coming out called Owlboy, which looks fuck dope. And apparently hmm. it's been like eight years in the making. So if you like pixel platformers. This is the game for you. The creator of Binding of Isaac, who you know I love, is coming out with a new game. But so far, only the title's been out, which is Ouroboros, which is the snake who eats its own tail. Oh, yeah. So it looks very interesting and definitely in his style. So that's Mm -hmm. literally all I know about is the name. So Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Is it uh, him and Tommy? So Tommy was the other guy that helped with Super... Super Meat Boy. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, but Tommy didn't help with Binding of Isaac. Never mind. No, I think, as far as I know, it's just Edmund McMillan. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's definitely like in his style. It's not uh, Super Meat Boy style. So gotcha. I think it's just him. Uh, and then Poland is just fucking loving Witcher as much as I am because they're putting Geralt of Rivia on a stamp. And not like a novelty stamp, like a legitimate postal service for Poland stamp. That's when you know their government just, like, like respects video gaming as a medium. Oh, they gave, like, the collector's edition of Witcher 2 to President Obama. <laughs> like, they gave that as, like, part of the embassy, like, cultural exchange sort of thing. Like, they love Witcher, as they should. And there's probably a 0% <laughs> chance he played it. Oh, not at all. But yeah. it is proof that there is porn in there. Because the oh, collector's God edition came with a Playboy, like, photo shoot of... The main female Triss uh, Marigold. All right, I have a category. So let's Dang. see how it goes. <laughs> um, you guys are the next big thing in music, and but the thing is, you only have one hit. So you're you're destined to be a one hit wander, but you don't know that yet. What is the name of the song that you play for everybody that they adore? And you get bonus points if you give a genre, and then double bonus points if you give us a sample of the song. How would we give a sample? I know Mark's got it in him. <clears throat> you just okay. want to hear Mark sing again. It's for Cassie. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, to pander or not to pander? <laughs> it's truly the question of this game. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, so it's pretty much... 50-50 as always. So wait, so this is we have to have the name of the song. That's and, the main and, thing. Okay. But yeah, yeah, you get bonus if you can tell us what kind of music it is and double bonus if you sing any, but that's I'm not expecting anyone to. I got mine. Okay. Okay, I have mine too. 
All right, guys, for the win, round three, three, two, one, go. It is a mix of dubstep and math rock, just so math rock will be more mainstream and everyone that enjoys it now will no longer be a cheap hipster. Be like, I liked it back before it was (laughs) popular. So I can ruin a genre for a very niche market. And it'll be called That Dang Old Pussy Stank. (laughs) That way pussy will be said on the radio all the time. I'm all for that. That's a great answer. And Mark? Uh, Mine's called uh, Don't Leave Tonight. And uh, Straightforward. It uh, goes a little something like this. (laughs) Oh, god damn it. (laughs) Baby, it's you. Don't fight with me tonight. Baby, it will be alright. Thank you, Mark. The way you walk. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. The way you talk. Ooh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Hey, hey. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give this one to Bren. I'm sorry, Mark. The singing was great. <laughs> See, but... don't put effort into your work when you can just pander like hell. I know. he That that really proved Bren's point to a T, and I'm sorry that you, you deserve it for the singing, but Bren's, that dang old putsy stank has been on the radio for weeks now. So. <laughs> and everyone loves it. <laughs> Moms are buying their kids little shirts to say, yo, pussy stank? Like, that dang old pussy stank. <laughs> I I really want a fan to just make a song called that now and have it be dubstep math rock. That sounds dope. All right. Well, Bren walks away with another win. God damn it. You get further (laughs) away. All right. Well, that was ours, Walrus. All right, guys, that brings us to another conclusion of the best of I Was the Walrus. Hopefully you've had some fun. Uh, there were some pretty interesting things going on in that last half. Uh, have anything you want to bring up in particular, AJ? Oh, God, the the Mark sex act? Oh, God, yeah, that one's the last one. <laughs> the one Friday was, uh, Night Lights. <laughs> the whole, uh, the putting pizza on yourself and your yeah. lover and then sneaking up to the broadcast booth and then, what is it, you asked, like, what does the pizza even have to do with that? And he's like, like is, without the pizza, what, what's the what's the point or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's only natural. It's only oh na- my god. <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. I'm not sure if it's more scary having Mark as a judge or as a contestant because either way, we're pretty screwed. Uh, he he was very ridiculous. Like in the beginning, he was uh, the judge and telling us how he was trolling Cafe Mom and stuff. And that was yeah. that was really uh, Zuckery. Yeah, Zunkery. I think Zunkery. That, I even said it on air. I was like, his answer was better than both Bren and mine, and he wasn't even. He was the one coming up with the category. That's that's too good. He uh, he's he's special for sure. Yeah, and then the next one after that was the whole. Well, first of all, you're in prison, and the, yeah. the whole you have to get out because of Omegle. Like, the, oh my the dick god, nose shit and yes, I can't believe I went so with bad. that. It was terrible, and I even it's said so it was funny. terrible, and Mark was like, I thought you said you had a bad answer. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be. Uh, and then, of course, with Bren, uh, oh, well, actually, before I go into that, I said the, one of the biggest slip-ups ever, like, we always give each other shit, like, there was an episode, uh, not everyone has backpacks because we make fun of Bren, and sometimes he says certain things. Well, in this episode, I said... The whole, oh, you know, sometimes celebrities like Bin Laden. Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck I was thinking that, was that very, day. That was very funny, though. Oh, god damn it. That was the worst, like, word I could have chosen. And I don't know. I was definitely thinking of, like, these are people who are searched for, but even still, I don't know what the fuck. Celebrity is not the <laughs> Brent right Brent got on you so fast. Oh, s- immediately. Like, flies <laughs> on shit he knew to make fun of me for that. And, well, uh, said... Um, but then also copyright infringement and strikes again. That's like a running gag with our I was walrus. Like sometimes we'll just say, oh, oh. M Night Shyamalan stuff. Yeah. Oh, and the Bernstein oh, Bears. I couldn't Br- believe you. I can't believe you. You said I like signs at when he was talking about uh Lady Avatar? in the Water. No, he's talking about Lady in the Water. Oh, I didn't even know. I thought for some reason the kids, I think it's the Lady children in the Water. Series, okay. You know, uh, the one that's about a mermaid is the one that's it's supposed to be the Little Mermaid. It's got Paul okay. Giamatti in it. 
Well, that's what I mean. I, I was just thinking to myself in general, what's something Shyamalan did that I did enjoy? And I was just saying that out of context, not, <laughs> but obviously Bren was talking about something and it sounded really weird. <laughs> um, and then we somehow he brought up the Berenstein Bears like out of nowhere. And I love how he ended up coming up with the whole brother bear sees a crop circle. <laughs> if only that was a book. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then we went into the whole Friday Night Lights thing and the the video game, the horror thrill thriller video game where we're where inside Mark's brain. You. Oh my you can't god! Look behind you, yeah, that uh, is honestly scarier than uh, Mark's brain. I feel like there would always be like a there would always be like a level of honesty to like the things that were happening around you in Mark's brain. Like even though it'd be horrifying, there'd always be like some little like sliver of hilarity that you would be able to hold on to. Yes, there'd like be something co- funny that you would just be able to be like, yeah, and it would bring you back. Yeah, I can see that. Just because, like, he's he's wacky and stuff, but there's always some sort of like hilarious, like, like point or like part of whatever like horrifying thing he's talking about. There's always one thing that's just really fucking funny. Yeah, and while we're talking about Mark being funny, I want to give him credit for that song "Don't Leave Tonight." He didn't win that day, and he, in all reality, should have. But like uh, that song, I when I listen to him sing it and the lyrics, if that was all completely on the spot, like, well done, sir. I'm wondering, is that a yeah. real song? I I don't know. I don't think it is. Uh, that is so good, Mark. It would have if like we're talking if we had like studio quality, like ways to just like soup that bad boy up that might have been actually been like a pop a pop hit i know right very well done but like i said that brings us to the conclusion of this uh installment of best of i was warris hopefully you've had fun this year uh I, if i'm not mistaken christmas eve is tomorrow so get ready listener christmas is right around the corner um but let's do some plugs uh aj where can listeners find you uh, forgetful on Twitter and uh, Friar Andrew on Xbox Live. Awesome. And listener, if you like our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. I try to Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. Um, it's been a real fun one. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. See you guys. See you next week. <laughs>